Chapter Eighteen of Narda the Lily by H. Rider Haggard. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The Curse of Balaka. Now, my father, my story winds back again as a river bends towards its source, and I tell of those events which happened at the king's kraal of Givamakgu, which you white people name Gibelclack and the kraal that is called pick out the old men for it was there that shaka murdered all the aged who were unfit for war after i mopo had stood before the king and he had given me new wives and fat cattle and a kraal to dwell in the bones of onandi the great mother elephant mother of the heavens were gathered together from the ashes of my huts and because all could not be found some of the bones of my wives were collected also to make up the number but shaka never knew this when all were brought together a great pit was dug and the bones were set out in order in the pit and buried but not alone for round them were placed twelve maidens of the servants of unandi and these maidens were covered over with the earth and left to die in the pits by the bones of onandi their mistress moreover all those who were present at the burial were made into a regiment and commanded that they should dwell by the grave for the space of a year they were many my father but i was not one of them also shaka gave orders that no crops should be sown that year that the milk of the cows should be spilled upon the ground and that no woman should give birth to a child for a full year and that if any should dare to bear children then that they should be slain and their husbands with them and for a space of some months these things were done my father and great sorrow came upon the land then for a little while there was quiet and shaka went about heavily and he wept often and we who waited on him wept also as we walked till at length it came about by use that we could weep without ceasing for many hours no angry woman can weep as we wept in those days it was an art my father for the teaching of which i received many cattle for woe to him who had no tears in those days then it was also that shaka sent out the captain and fifty soldiers to search for umslopogaas for though he said nothing more to me of this matter he did not believe all the tale that i had told him of the death of umslopogaas in the jaws of a lion and the tale of those who were with me how that company fared at the hands of umslopogaas and of galazi the wolf and at the fangs of the people black and grey i have told you my father none of them ever came back again in after days it was reported to the king that these soldiers were missing never having returned but he only laughed saying that the lion which ate umslopogaas son of mopo was a fierce one and had eaten them also at last came the night of the new moon that dreadful night to be followed by a more dreadful morrow i sat in the kraal of shaka and he put his arm about my neck and groaned and wept for his mother whom he had murdered and i groaned also 
but i did not weep because it was dark and on the morrow i must weep much in the sight of king and men therefore i spared my tears lest they should fail me in my need all night long the people drew on from every side towards the kraal and as they came in thousands and tens of thousands they filled the night with their cries till it seemed as though the whole world were mourning and loudly none might cease their crying and none dared to drink so much as a cup of water the daylight came and shak arose saying come let us go forth mopo and look on those who mourn with us so we went out and after us came men armed with clubs to do the bidding of the king outside the kraal the people were gathered and their number was countless as the leaves upon the trees on every side the land was black with them as at times the veldt is black with game when they saw the king they ceased from their howling and sang the war-song then once again they howled and shaka walked among them weeping now my father the sight became dreadful for as the sun rose higher the day grew hot and utter weariness came upon the people who were packed together like herds of cattle and though oxen slain in sacrifice lay around they might neither eat nor drink some fell to the ground and were trampled to death others took much snuff to make them weep others stained their eyes with saliva others walked to and fro their tongues hanging from their jaws while groans broke from their parched throats now mopo we shall learn who are the wizards that have brought these ills upon us said the king and who are true-hearted men as he spoke we came upon a man a chief of renown he was named zwambana chief of the amabophus and with him were his wives and followers this man could weep no more he gasped with thirst and heat the king looked at him see mopo he said see that brute who has no tears for my mother who is dead oh the monster without a heart shall such as he live to look upon the sun while i and thou must weep mopo never never take him away and all those who are with him take them away the people without hearts who do not weep because my mother is dead by witchcraft and shaka walked on weeping and i followed also weeping but the chief swaumbana and those with him were all slain by those who do the bidding of the king and the slayers also must weep as they slew presently we came upon another man who seeing the king took snuff secretly to bring tears to his eyes but the glance of shaka was quick and he noted it look at him mopo he said look at the wizard who has no tears though my mother is dead by witchcraft see he takes snuff to bring tears to his eyes that are dry with wickedness take him away the heartless brute oh take him away so this one also was killed 
and these were but the first of thousands for presently shaka grew mad with wickedness with fury and with the lust of blood he walked to and fro weeping going now and again into his hut to drink beer and i with him for he said that we who sorrowed must have food and ever as he walked he would wave his arm or his assegai saying take them away the heartless brutes who do not weep because my mother is dead and those who chanced to stand before his arm were killed till at length the slayers could slay no more and themselves were slain because their strength had failed them and they had no more tears and i also i must slay lest if i slew not i should myself be slain and now at length the people also went mad with their thirst and the fury of their fear they fell upon each other killing each other every man who had a foe sought him out and killed him none were spared the place was but a shambles there on that day died full seven thousand men and still shaka walked weeping among them saying take them away the heartless brutes take them away yet my father there was cunning in his cruelty for though he destroyed many for sport alone also he slew on this day all those whom he hated or whom he feared at length the night came down the sun sank red that day all the sky was like blood and blood was all the earth beneath then the killing ceased because none had now the strength to kill and the people lay panting in heaps upon the ground the living and the dead together i looked at them and saw that if they were not allowed to eat and drink before day dawned again the most of them would be dead and i spoke to the king for i cared little in that hour if i lived or died even my hope of vengeance was forgotten in the sickness of my heart a morning indeed o king i said a merry morning for true-hearted men but for wizards a morning such as they do not love i think that thy sorrows are avenged o king thy sorrows and mine also not so mopo answered the king this is but the beginning our morning was merry to-day it shall be merrier to-morrow to-morrow o king few will be left to mourn for the land will be swept of men why mopo son of makedama but a few have perished of all the thousands who are gathered together number the people and they will not be missed but a few have died beneath the assegai and the kerry o king yet hunger and thirst shall finish the spear's work the people have neither eaten nor drunk for a day and a night and for a day and a night they have wailed and moaned look without black one there they lie in heaps with the dead by to-morrow's light they will also be dead or dying now shaka thought a while and he saw that the work would go too far leaving him but a small people over whom to rule it is hard mopo he said that thou and i must mourn alone over our woes 
while these dogs feast and make merry yet because of the gentleness of my heart i will deal gently with them go out son of makedama and bid my children eat and drink if they have the heart for this morning is ended scarcely will onandi my mother sleep well seeing that so little blood has been shed upon her grave surely her spirit will haunt my dreams yet because of the gentleness of my heart i declare this morning ended let my children eat and drink if indeed they have the heart happy are the people over whom such a king is set i said in answer then i went out and told the words of shaka to the chiefs and captains and those of them who had the voice left to them praised the goodness of the king but the most gave over sucking the dew from their sticks and rushed to the water like cattle that have wandered five days in the desert and drank their fill some of them were trampled to death in the water afterwards i slept as i might best it was not well my father for i knew that shaka was not yet glutted with slaughter on the morrow many of the people went back to their homes having sought leave from the king others drew away the dead to the place of bones and yet others were sent out in impis to kill such as had not come to the mourning of the king when midday was past shaka said that he would walk and ordered me and other of his indunas and servants to walk with him we went on in silence and the king leaning on my shoulder as on a stick what of thy people mopo he said at length what of the langeni tribe were they at my morning i did not see them then i answered that i did not know they had been summoned but the way was long and the time short for so many to march so far dogs should run swiftly when their master calls mopo my servant said shaka and the dreadful light came into his eyes that never shone in the eyes of any other man then i grew sick at heart my father ay though i loved my people little and they had driven me away i grew sick at heart now we had come to a spot where there is a great rift of black rock and the name of that rift is udonga lukatatiana on either side of this donga the ground slopes steeply down towards its yawning lips and from its end a man may see the open country here shaka sat down at the end of the rift pondering presently he looked up and saw a vast multitude of men women and children who wound like a snake across the plain beneath towards the kraal gibamakgu i think mopo said the king that by the colour of their shields yonder should be the langeni tribe thine own people mopo it is my people o king i answered then shaka sent messengers running swiftly and bade them summon the langeni people to him where he sat other messengers he sent also to the kraal whispering in their ears but what he said i did not know then now for a while shaka watched the long black snake of men winding towards him across the plain 
till the messengers met them and the snake began to climb the slope of the hill how many of these people of thine mopo asked the king i know not o elephant i answered who have not seen them for many years perhaps they number three full regiments nay more said the king what thinkest thou mopo would this people of thine fill the rift behind us and he nodded at the gulf of stone now my father i trembled in all my flesh seeing the purpose of shaka but i could find no words to say for my tongue clave to the roof of my mouth the people are many said shaka yet mopo i bet thee fifty head of cattle that they will not fill the donga the king is pleased to jest i said yea mopo i jest yet as a jest take thou the bet as the king wills i murmured who could not refuse now the people of my tribe drew near at their head was an old man with white hair and beard and looking at him i knew him for my father makedama when he came within earshot of the king he gave him the royal salute of payete and fell upon his hands and knees crawling towards him and consigned to the king praising him as he came all the thousands of the people also fell upon their hands and knees and praised the king aloud and the sound of their praising was like the sound of a great thunder at length makedama my father writhing on his breast like a snake lay before the majesty of the king shaka bade him rise and greeted him kindly but all the thousands of people yet lay upon their breasts beating the dust with their heads rise makedama my child father of the people of the langeni said shaka and tell me why art thou late in coming to my mourning the way was far o king answered makedama my father who did not know me the way was far and the time short moreover the women and the children grew weary and footsore and they are weary in this hour speak not of it makedama my child said the king surely thy heart mourned and that of thy people and soon they shall rest from their weariness say are they here every one every one o elephant none are wanting my kraals are desolate the cattle wander untended on the hills birds pick at the unguarded crops it is well makedama thou faithful servant yet thou wouldst mourn with me an hour is it not so now hearken bid thy people pass to the right and to the left of me and stand in all their numbers upon the slopes of the grass that run down to the lips of the rift so makedama my father bade the people do the bidding of the king for neither he nor the indunas saw his purpose but i who knew his wicked heart i saw it then the people filed past to the right and to the left by hundreds and by thousands and presently the grass of the slopes could be seen no more because of their number when all had passed shaka spoke again to makedama my father bidding him climb down to the bottom of the donga 
and thence lift up his voice in mourning the old man obeyed the king slowly and with much pain he clambered to the bottom of the rift and stood there it was so deep and narrow that the light scarcely seemed to reach to where he stood for i could only see the white of his hair gleaming far down in the shadows then standing far beneath he lifted up his voice and it reached the thousands of those who clustered upon the slopes it seemed still and small yet it came up to them faintly like the voice of one speaking from a mountain top in a time of snow mourn children of makedama and all the thousands of the people men women and children echoed his words in a thunder of sound crying mourn children of makedama again he cried mourn people of the langeni mourn with the whole world and the thousands answered mourn people of the langeni mourn with the whole world a third time came his voice mourn children of the makedama mourn people of the langeni mourn with the whole world howl ye warriors weep ye women beat your breasts ye maidens sob ye little children drink of the water of tears cover yourselves with the dust of affliction mourn o tribe of the langeni because the mother of the heavens is no more mourn children of makedama because the spirit of fruitfulness is no more mourn o ye people because the lion of the zulu is left desolate let your tears fall as the rain falls let your cries be as the cries of women who bring forth for sorrow is fallen like the rain the world has conceived and brought forth death great darkness is upon us darkness and the shadow of death the lion of the zulu wanders and wanders in desolation because the mother of the heavens is no more who shall bring him comfort there is comfort in the crying of his children mourn people of the langeni let the voice of your mourning beat against the skies and rend them why 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 thus sang the old man my father makedama far down in the deeps of the cleft he sang it in a still small voice but line after line his song was caught up by the thousands who stood on the slopes above and thundered to the heavens till the mountains shook with its sound moreover the noise of their crying opened the bosom of a heavy rain-cloud that had gathered as they mourned and the rain fell in great slow drops as though the sky also wept and with the rain came lightning and the roll of thunder shaka listened and large tears coursed down his cheeks whose heart was easily stirred by the sound of song now the rain hissed fiercely making as it were a curtain about the thousands of the people but still their cry went up through the rain and the roll of the thunder was lost in it presently there came a hush and i looked to the right there above the heads of the people 
coming over the brow of the hill were the plumes of warriors and in their hands gleamed a hedge of spears i looked to the left there also i saw the plumes of warriors dimly through the falling rain and in their hands a hedge of spears i looked before me towards the end of the cleft there also loomed the plumes of warriors and in their hands was a hedge of spears then from all the people there arose another cry a cry of terror and of agony ah now they mourn indeed mopo said shaka in my ear now thy people mourn from the heart not with the lips alone as he spoke the multitudes of the people on either side of the rift surged forward like a wave surged back again once more surged forward then with a dreadful crying driven on by the merciless spears of the soldiers they began to fall in a torrent of men women and children far into the black depths below my father forgive me the tears that fall from these blind eyes of mine i am very aged i am but as a little child and as a little child i weep i cannot tell it at last it was done and all grew still thus was makedama buried beneath the bodies of his people thus was ended the tribe of the langeni as my mother had dreamed so it came about and thus did shaka take vengeance for that cup of milk which was refused to him many a year before thou hast not won thy bet mopo said the king presently see here is a little space where one more may find room to sleep full to the brim is this corn chamber with the ears of death in which no living grain is left yet there is one little space and is there not one to fill it are all the tribe of the langeni dead indeed there is one o king i answered i am of the tribe of the langeni let my carcass fill the place nay mopo nay who then should take the bet moreover i slay thee not for it is against my oath also do we not mourn together thou and i there is no other left living of the tribe of the langeni o king the bet is lost it shall be paid i think that there is another said shaka there is a sister to thee and me mopo ah see she comes i looked up my father and i saw this i saw baleka my sister walking towards us and on her shoulders was a carros of wildcat skins and behind her were two soldiers she walked proudly holding her head high and her step was like the step of a queen now she saw the sight of death for the dead lay before her like black water in a sunless pool a moment she stood shivering having guessed all then walked on and stood before shaka 
what is thy will with me o king she said thou art come in a good hour sister said shaka turning his eyes from hers it is thus mopo my servant and thy brother made a bet with me a bet of cattle it was a little matter that we wagered on as to whether the people of the langeni tribe thine own tribe balika my sister would fill yonder place udongo luka tatiana when they heard of the bet my sister the people of the langeni hurled themselves into the rift by thousands being eager to put the matter to the proof and now it seems thy brother has lost the bet for there is yet place for one yonder ere the donga is full then my sister thy brother mopo brought it to my mind that there was still one of the langeni tribe left upon the earth who should she sleep in that place would turn the bet in his favour and prayed me to send for her so my sister as i would not take that which i have not won i have done so and now do thou go apart and talk with mopo thy brother alone upon this matter as once before thou didst talk when a child was born to thee my sister now balika took no heed of the words of shaka which he spoke of me for she knew his meaning well only she looked him in the eyes and said ill shalt thou sleep from this night forth shaka till thou comest to a land where no sleep is i have spoken shaka saw and heard and of a sudden he quailed growing afraid in his heart and turned his head away mopo my brother said balika let us speak together for the last time it is the king's word so i drew apart with balika my sister and a spear was in my hand we stood together alone by the people of the dead and balika threw the corner of the carros about her brows and spoke to me swiftly from beneath its shadow what did i say to you a while ago mopo it has come to pass swear to me that you will live on and that this same hand of yours shall take vengeance for me i swear it my sister swear to me that when the vengeance is done you will seek out my son Amsopagas, if he still lives and bless him in my name i swear it my sister fare you well mopo we have always loved each other much and now all fades and it seems to me that once more we are little children playing about the kraals of the langeni so may we play again in another land now mopo and she looked at me steadily and with great eyes i am weary i would join the spirits of my people i hear them calling in my ears it is finished for the rest i will not tell it to you my father End of chapter eighteen